If you own a small to medium-sized business that kept employees on payroll through COVID, you may have a big cash refund waiting for you. The Employee Retention Credit is a tax credit of up to $26,000 per employee. And now, more businesses than ever qualify. The experts at RefundsPro.com specialize in cutting through the red tape of qualifying for this government program. Most of their refunds are over $100,000. Even businesses that have received PPP funds may be eligible. And there are absolutely no fees unless you receive a refund. So there's no reason not to apply. If your business experienced shutdowns, limited capacity, supply chain challenges, or reduced revenue due to COVID, you likely qualify. RefundsPro.com has already helped hundreds of businesses. So don't lose the refund you're owed by missing the deadline. Get started today with a free 5-minute questionnaire at RefundsPro.com. That's Refunds with an S, Pro.com. Connie, it's a pop quiz. What's up? Do you think you can run at 5 miles per hour? Probably not. How about three miles per hour while screaming your head off? Definitely not. One mile per hour, but you're screaming your head off and actively bleeding. I don't know why you would make this more difficult. I still cannot do it at all. How about fighting off a machete-wielding murderer? Nope. Can't do that either. Can you stay awake for longer than 72 hours? Nope. Well, yeah, you're not going to cut it for the final girl. So, did anybody else hear that French ad that just so happened to be on our last video? Yeah, I think we all heard it. Well, they don't really tell us what ads they're placing on our episodes. So, for that, I just wanted to say, we're just international, baby. If you speak French, please uh, please let us know what they said, because my two years are long gone. Oh, yeah. And although I have a French last name and a little bit of French descent, I don't know what they said. 20, All I heard was dolphin noises. That 23 and me will eventually find out how much French you have. True that. So today we're going to be covering a brief moment in popcorn history, the final girl trope. Are you excited? I am, but uh, just to make it clear, I'm sure in the intro you all could tell, I would never be and could never be a final girl. Because you're blonde. I'm not blonde. You're kind of blonde. Mm, not really. My hair is brown. You're like a dirty blonde. Okay. You might make it. Anyway, in 1987, Professor Carol J. Clover coined a phrase that will forever be known as the final girl in her book, Men, Women, and Chainsaws, Gender in the Modern Horror Film. The label of final girl is generally used when describing the last survivor in the slasher film genre. Typically, she's associated with the virgin character or the girl who holds out the longest for sexual activities. That usually ends up being the downfall of the distracted teens. The final girl does, however, have her perks, though. While, yes, watching her friends, loved ones, crush, or partner get brutally hacked and slashed seems bad, she's ultimately the survivor of the film. And you can usually tell who the final girl is in the beginning of the movie because of the way it's shot. It's kind of like her movie and not the killer's. She also takes on the role of the badass towards the end by picking up a weapon and taking on the big bad. Weirdly, though, there is a counterpart to her character as well. I don't like using this word, so I'm going to go ahead and turn to my urban thesaurus and call her the Thotiana character. Or the just more sexually advanced character. Right. So now we're going to go on and get into the final girl symbolism. So the final girl was always used to show the purity in a woman, that if they stayed pure, it would help them overcome the obstacle. But as movies and people progressed, they started taking it further from the damsel in distress. 
The women became more cunning, hardened, and even lost all sense of fear. For example, they became stronger than the threat. Take, for instance, Sydney Prescott. While in the beginning, she wasn't the cool, brave girl, she was always smart. They even went so far as to make her lose her virginity, but she still came out on top by killing her attackers. Another overcomer is Lori Lloyd. She was very crafty with her weapons, stone cold, and fought off Michael Myers. And it only got better. Buffy from Buffy the Vampire Slayer broke all the rules. She was a blonde teenage cheerleader who not only was the final girl, but she became a badass slayer of evil, taking on men, women, vampires, demons, etc. So let's get into the best final girls. Sally from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. She was the true final girl. And it is, if you look it up online, it can be disputed that Black Christmas's Jess was the first final girl, um, but that's because they came out within months of each other. But we did a lot of research, and we actually found out that Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out October 1st, whereas Black Christmas came out December 20th. So not enough time for Black Christmas to completely jack their idea of final girl, but it's a good idea. Next, we have Jamie and Lori Lloyd from the Halloween series. Though Lori's technically died three times, she has always been the final girl from the movies. Granted, Halloween does get rebooted every other chance they get. But they so... always have her. No, not always. No? No. Oh. But in the Jamie Lee Curtis timeline, she's usually the final girl. But honestly, my theory is that in this new 2021... The Halloween Kills? Halloween, Halloween Kills, yes. I think we're finally going to see the end of Lori being the final girl. Really? Yeah, they have to switch it up sometime. I mean, yeah, you can't be final girl for, what is it, four movies now? Something like that. Five movies? I I know it's a couple. Yeah. From the Scream franchise, in which I love so much, we have Gail Weathers and Sidney Prescott. Although there is a whole bunch of Screams that came out, even the shitty MTV series, our favorite girl, favorite final girl in the Scream series is always going to be Sidney Prescott. Next, we have Alice from the Friday the 13th franchise saga. Who knows? But she does make it to the sequel, and I think she dies in the sequel. But in Jason X, they gave her a slight little Easter egg by naming the AI Alice. So I guess she kind of makes it to three movies, if you want to count it. We have Christy from Hellraiser. She not only survives two movies, but she also made it to the third, although shitty, sequel, Hellseeker. And shitty is not the word that I would use for it. It's just the word that I found whenever I did research on it. And again, I did say Christy when I meant Kirsty, so my bad. And finally, we have Veronica from The Heathers. And while technically she's not, you know, a horror movie final girl, she is still a final girl. Definitely. Shout out to Winona Ryder. You are number one. The best, yes. And there are several other final girls. Tons. But... These are just, I guess, the best. For the sake of time, these are the most iconic. Right, definitely, because we can go on for days. So moving on, there are some final girls that didn't make it in their movies um, that we thought were going to be the final girls, that were positioned to be the final girls, but they died. So we have Helen from Candyman, the original, not the remake, um, with Jordan Peele. Still hasn't come out yet. We're waiting. We're waiting, but... We'll see if there's if there's a final girl in there. Right. Um, Sarah from The Descent. Christine mm-hmm. from Drag Me to Hell. I still don't remember that movie. I, I know you said that we watched it. I know you showed me a trailer of us. Or not of us, but you showed me a trailer on the movie, but I still just don't remember it. It's just, I don't know how you don't remember it, considering I remember it so vividly, and I don't remember any other movies. I just remember the lady with the eye, the button, and her dying on the train track. 
All right. And lastly, we have Dana Polk um, from The Cabin in the Woods. Although she is the perfect example of the perfect final girl, mm-hmm. she does bite the dust alongside Marty, who is a final guy. And don't they bite the dust in a way where they basically essentially like kill themselves? Um, No. Instead of killing each other, um, they decided to both live and set the god for or like the I, I don't know what it was i guess like a titan or something free to destroy the world okay so yeah. they probably killed themselves like, like ritualistic sacrifice almost okay perfect oh yeah they they were as far as i remember so now we're going to be talking about the final girls who maybe shouldn't have made it they did but <laughs> they definitely made it but they probably should if they died i don't think the movie could have you know went as bad as it did Absolutely. So first we have Danny from Midsummer. Summer. We all know your feelings on Midsummer. Oh my God, do I fucking hate that movie. I mean, maybe I need to give it a third watch so I can like it, but I'm not going to give it that chance. Um, next we have C from The Invisible Man. That movie she, was a clusterfuck. I wouldn't say she didn't deserve to make it, but her actions towards the end made me really think, like, did she kind of like plan this out? True. Like, did she plan, like, plot her way into being the final girl? It seems like it. Um, another one we have is Jay from It Follows. She might or might not be a final girl, though we see her survive, but... We don't know if she actually survives her demon STD. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Who knows? We see her, but then we also see the STD, so... Right, and the reason why we put her on this list is because she does use her sexuality to... Uh, ensure her survival. She does have sex with random I mean, people in order. You kind of have to. Yeah, I mean, it's an STD that is a demon, and it comes back to you every single time that the last person you had sex with dies. Anyway, it's it's a whole moving thing. Moving on, moving. Maybe we'll cover it one of these days. <laughs> um, we have Adelaide from Us. We, I mean, if you haven't seen Us, go watch it. But for those of us that have watched that phenomenal movie. We all know why Adelaide made this list. Yeah, um, we're not going to debate up upon it, but uh, if you know, you know. If you don't... We're not going to ruin it for sorry. you. It's just too good of a movie. And the next? And the next is Thomason from The Vavitch. The Vavitch. <laughs> Go look it up on Netflix. You'll understand why it's called The Vavitch. It has two Vs instead of just W. They just, just one make, W. How like, to make things complicated. Come on, dude. So um, while there is a final girl... There have been final guys. Of course there have. So we have a couple of them. Um, first up is Ash from The Evil Dead. He made it for three movies. Yeah. So, I mean, the evil guys, I feel like, tend to go for more movies. Uh, not the evil guys. Did I see evil? Yeah, you said the evil oh, guys. The final guys tend to go for more movies than the final girls do, at least in my mind. Right. So we also have Tommy Jarvis. Uh, well, technically... It was three different actors who defeated Jason as a kid, a teen, Mm -hmm. and an adult. Um, The character still survives three times. I do have a favorite guy. Who? My favorite guy is going to be Andy from Child's Play. He is a four-time survivor. Yes, he is. But he's a champ. But one of them is a reboot. One of them is a reboot, yes. But he technically is still the same Andy. So Weird. Yeah. So he made it through Child's Play 1, 2, and 3. And then he also made it into the shitty Child's Play 2019, and who knows if he survived? Because I think that's the, the funky one, the Aubrey Plaza one. Oh, that's Aubrey Plaza one. Okay, no, no, no. The one I was thinking about was like the Cult, Cult? of Chucky. Okay. Yeah, that one's where we don't know if he survived or not. 
Um, but he did have my favorite scene where Chucky pops out of the box mm-hmm. and like, he's like, he's thinking he's going to somebody new's house, but really he's going to Andy's house mm-hmm. and Andy is sitting there waiting for him with the shotgun. Like that oh, part God. was dope as fuck. Well, one of my favorite final guys, I think my favorite final guy, um, is actually Chris from get out. You probably think he's cute. He is cute, but he's my favorite guy. Um, just because you know, get out was such a masterpiece. Very good. That's so, two Jordan Peele movies. Out yeah. of three. That He's we following No, recipe. three out of three that we covered. Three out of... Oh, yeah. wait. We did say candy, candy man. man, yeah. <laughs> well, Jordan Peele just knows type. the recipe. Yes. <laughs> um. So, yeah, he he is one of the biggest final guys, I think. And then you also have Nick from House of Wax. If you don't know who that was, it was Chad Michael Murray. I Rico. thought that would have been your... Rico thinks it's my favorite, but no. No. It's Chris. It's Chris. You prefer Chris over Nick? Yeah. You yeah. do have a type. So and now we're going to be covering the slept on final guys, not guys that we would sleep with, but like like they're very the underrated. Movie, yeah, underrated. Yes, underrated final, final guys. guys. <laughs> so we have Cole from the Babysitter. Um, Great movie because movie, yeah, technically the Babysitter is also the final girl, but also the killer. Right. But Cole is right. the final guy. Very, very conflicting. Very confusing, too. It seems you would think that the babysitter is the one to save Cole and all that, but... She actually tried to kill Cole and then, like, realized it was a bad thing. But then you realize it wasn't really that she was trying to kill Cole so much as, like... It's weird. It's a whole Go watch the first and second one on Netflix. Really good movie. I recommend it. I think I've only seen number one. Really? Yeah, I think you watched number two without me. I did. Yeah. I watched it at work. Um, Next, we have Mike from the Belko Experiment. And while that was more of a chicken dinner for all my PUBG guys, um, he still made it. He still was technically the final guy. We also have Kale from Disturbia. Like, who the fuck names her kid Kale? But that's the uh, Shia LaBeouf movie where they had Rihanna's oh, yes. Disturbia. Yeah, that soundtrack. I always, yeah, Disturbia. Mm-hmm. My jam. Um, but like Connie said, there's surprisingly a lot of final guys that make it in movies. And so we do have our favorite final girl or kind of the best final girl scenes. Um, Rico, go ahead and start us off with your favorite final girl. So I'm going to go ahead and already say that my favorite final girl of all times, the most, the mother of badasses, the mother of final girls, Ripley from Alien. She is the baddest of bitches on the big screen. And I mean that in the most positive light that I can ever say. So tell me, Connie, who else has stared down their killer in the face only to have the killer blink first. I don't know. Probably Buffy. motherfucking Ripley. Ripley, yeah. Ripley has stared down the queen alien with her beady little eyes. I'm talking about the alien, not Ripley. Mm -hmm. And the alien blinked first, kind of like Han and Greedo. So, yes, she is a woman character that really doesn't... Like, okay, in the beginning, she was a little scared. She wasn't as brave as she was and as hardened. But at the end, after watching all of her colleagues die, after watching all of her crewmates die, she realizes that, hey, I got to fucking knuckle and buckle. Like, I got to take this alien on by myself. And guess what? She does. She showed that alien who, who was boss. She really did. So, yes, Ripley is my favorite final girl. She is technically the original alien versus predator. She's even so badass, she came back for a fourth movie. Granted, she's a clone. Granted, she is a clone. Yeah. You know, <laughs> she, she, actually, she actually has that in common with my favorite final girl. Who's your favorite final? Buffy. 
Of course. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She does die in one season. And then the next season, um, they're using Robo Buffy. So it's like the TV show, right? Yeah, the TV show. So it's like from then on, just all Robo Buffy? No, no, no. So they actually um, pull Buffy out of heaven. If you guys have not seen Buffy. I'm sorry. It came out in the 90s. I don't want to tell you. Um, so they pull her out of heaven after she sacrifices herself to save her sister and close the a hole in the universe um she sacrifices herself they use robo buffy to keep the demons at bay while they pull her out of heaven (laughs) while they pull her out of heaven and then she comes back missing a part of her soul um then that's when her and spike get together and uh then she finally tells them yeah you bitches pulled me out of fucking heaven i wasn't in a demon realm but Uh, what (laughs) buffy is my number one all-time favorite final girl i don't even have any words to say yeah like I want to give it a shot, but that was so convoluted. and It happens very late. Very late in the That's game. That's fucking wild. They yeah. just supernatural that shit. Yeah, it's the only time she dies. In- no, she actually dies in the back twice. Okay, never mind. So she dies twice? Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, since we gave you our favorite final girls and, you know, why they're our favorites, we do have some quick fun facts for you. Yes. So, final girl fun fact. Final girls aren't usually blonde and mostly brunette. Why? Because blondes are fun. They're promiscuous. And brunettes, on the other hand, are nerdy and smart. I'm, I'm just kidding. That's the stereotype. Good. I was looking at you like, <laughs> sir, that's why Buffy is one of my favorites because she broke that stereotype. Right. She broke all those stereotypes. So next one is it technically... Our final girls, you know, how they're mostly, at least in the older movies, they're mostly virgins. You know, they don't really mm-hmm. engage, engage in any, like, sexual activity or anything with boys or anything like that. Right. Um, and then, in comparison, the their counterparts are always killed because, you know, they had sex in the movie, which makes them, you know, quote, a bad person. Right. Okay. So, did you know that Halloween was actually the movie to start the death by sex trope? Where it's like, if you have sex, you're going to get killed. Or killed during sex. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't know that. I actually actually had no idea. Yeah. It's actually because that trope has been carried on for, you know, years and decades and all this and tons of movies. That was the first movie to actually like start that trope. Funny enough, I thought it was actually going to be like Friday the 13th because Jason has a thing against horny camp camp counselors. You would think, but did Friday the 13th come out before Halloween? Um, I have... I, I zero idea that. okay I didn't do fine. that research totally fine <laughs> i'll do that research on freddie versus uh michael myers or not freddie versus michael myers jason versus michael myers that works but the last fun fact that we have speaking is, of michael myers right speaking of michael myers is rob zombie doesn't actually do the final girl trope and instead kills them off yeah he he doesn't fall into the category of final girls yeah, save like, them let's save the them and make them not promiscuous. On the other hand, if you saw the Michael Myers with um, the Halloween, the Halloween, sorry, uh, movie that Rob Zombie produced, his sister is super horny and makes fun of her mom, who is also super promiscuous, with the whole bagel scene. I have no idea what you're talking about, You've but I've never go seen with the bagel you. scene. But I need you to watch okay. that bagel scene. That's fine. <laughs> that thing had me laughing so hard. So we're going to cover something that really wasn't part of the uh, final girl notes, but it is the final girl 
movie. It's a movie called The Final Girls. Came out in 2015. Um, we watched it a while back. I want to yeah, say. Yeah, it was Isn't decently it? good. Yeah, like it was. It was kind of like a comedy. It wasn't kind of. It was like a comedic court film. Right. Um. So it, it kind of just fell into those tropes, and it really heavily made fun of the tropes mm-hmm. of like death by sex and final girl mm-hmm. and virgin character and you know stuff like that. And so like this movie kind of plays it to where the audience gets thrown into a horror movie and they already know all the tropes. So they're trying, I'll let you explain it. You, yeah. You'll probably okay. do better than I can. I'll, I'll just read the, the plot summary with no spoilers for you guys. So um, when Max and her friends reluctantly attend a tribute screaming of an infamous 80 slasher film that starred Max's late mother, they're accidentally sucked into the silver screen. They soon realize that they're trapped inside a cult, classic movie and must team up with the fictional and ill-fated camp bloodbath counselors including max's mom as the shy scream queen to battle the film's machete wielding masked killer with the body count rising in the scene after an iconic scene who will the final girls left standing be and will they live long enough to escape this film that was beautiful that was from vertical entertainment thank you imdb (laughs) but it i wish i kind of wish they'd done a sequel to that movie how do you remember where it ended yeah or the girl where they were in the hospital thinking that they got out of it oh and they were still in the movie they were still they're in like the second showing or whatever yeah 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 yeah, yeah. they're like having they're in camp bloodbath too or some shit like that oh that's weird you don't remember that no it was actually really funny um but it was a pretty good movie and if you guys want to kind of see a movie make fun of those tropes and basically make fun of like friday the 13th i think it's a good movie definitely definitely and they did make fun of a lot of those friday the 13th michael myers type Camp movies. Blood yeah. yeah it was good though so um that is it for our brief moment in popcorn history the final girls uh let us know what your favorite final girl is or maybe even final guy i think i would be a great final guy i think you would as well as long as you're not in the movie, I'd be I'd be a great final guy. Yeah, uh, I'm the yeah, motherfucker that's like, nah, let's let's just go ahead and turn around. Yeah, honestly, like <laughs> your um, GPS don't work, my GPS don't work, and then y'all want to know why I don't go camping. Right, I'm trying to spark this up. Let's just turn no, around, let's go. go home. Let's go home. We just ain't gonna make it, dog. Yeah, at this point, that's why we do that city living. Um, I'm good. Yeah, no, no camp crystal, nothing's for me. No camp bloodbath, camp crystal. Yeah, Halloween, no. I got my doors locked, windows locked, shotgun cocked. Like I'm nice to everybody, never bully anybody. Nope, don't bully people. That's how you don't wind up on the big screen, slash and hack. All right, hacked and slash. Sorry. So make sure to let us know who your favorite final girl or final guy is. Your yeah. favorite movie with these, I guess. Your favorite scene, whatever your you like. Horror movie, whatever the case may be. Yeah. So um, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook. That's a little forceful, eh? You said make sure like nine make times. Sure. To make sure follow you us. fucking give us a great review on iTunes. Otherwise, somebody's gonna get hacked and slashed, and it's not gonna be me. All right. And hopefully not me either. I mean, I, I don't know if we were the ones that were. Hacking no, and slashing? Yeah, we're hacking and slashing. Oh, so, okay. Yes. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. So follow Ghostface us on killers. Instagram, Facebook at Break Out the Popcorn. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at BOTP Podcast. Uh, follow us on TikTok, although we don't post anything. Break Out the Popcorn. Um, you can email us at breakoutthepopcorn at gmail.com. And is that it? Yeah, that's it. Your boy got a poop.
All right. Well, make sure to leave us a five-star iTunes review. We would really appreciate it with a little nice comment. And aside from that, um, I think we're out until next week. For sure. Roll credits. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 